starting inside An instrumental part of Agora Worldwide Agora Worldwide, Agora Worldwide Counter economics, agorist strip Black market click, move a quick flip Can't regulate this, agorist strip Black market click, move a quick flip Can't regulate this, agorist Brandon with the Agorist Next Podcast. I've got my great co-host, Dag. How you doing, Dag? I'm doing all right, buddy. I had a little bit of a late night at the Tom Woods event last night, but I'm I'm here, man. We're getting it together. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, yeah, I, I wasn't there, um, but um, but yeah, I, I heard I heard people had a really fun time. So yeah, yeah, it, it was definitely something. You know, I'm just fortunate enough to be close enough. I mean, some people travel like across the country for it, which is, I mean. God bless them. Like that's that's crazy, you know. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it, it was it was definitely fun. So and then uh, rolling off, I definitely do want to mention here before we get started too. Um, big uh, got some bad news. Uh, last weekend we heard a uh, Jay Stark passed, guy who or one of the main contributors to building the FGC nine. So that was a uh, that was definitely sad. And I'm looking forward to getting a little bit more like the scoop about what actually happened. So it's still a little. Some people are still working on getting it exactly figured out. So you know, once we do, we'll do a we'll do a show about it or something. Yeah, uh, Jay Stark. Um, you know, I, I know everyone's been saying like rest in peace and stuff, but uh, yeah, just um, huge loss to the to the community. Um, I mean, he he, you know, he always wanted it set up like as a hydra. So like, if one head, you know, and th- this is what he said himself: one head. Um, went missing that uh, that another one pop in its place and um yeah and yeah i think like i think the illusions <laughs> yeah yeah i think i think the community um i think the community is really set up that way but uh but yeah what a um what a fine human being he was and uh and yeah all, all the work he's done with the fgc9 has just been amazing so but um but yeah uh shout out to our sponsors pre-search decentralized crypto search engine um yeah. yeah no spying no censorship um they 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 work good <laughs> uh, just just all around cool search engine so of course if you guys haven't already be sure to check it out hit up our link uh what is it agorasnexus.com slash search if i'm not mistaken and uh you know let them know where we're sponsoring for sure we've got a great guest on today um snyder with uh Lethian. did i pronounce that right yeah, that's right, Lydia. Yeah, um, super excited about the project. I think uh, one thing that um, that we're all lacking is a trustworthy VPN, and to make it decentralized and to run off of a um, privacy coin so that your transactions can't be tracked. Um, because e- even if even if they can't track your um, IP address. Uh, um, you know, all they have to do is try to, you know, see where the money goes. So, um, so yeah, having it run off of a privacy coin too, really intrigued me about the project. Uh, I, I think it's, um, it's crucial for um, internet privacy and security. And, uh, and yeah, wanted to have you on. Um, it's a pleasure. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for coming on. Um, tell us, if you could, how you got involved with the project? Yeah, I mean, for the longest period, I was just 
just, uh, just an observer really it was just it was one of those projects that when I first found out about it, it was I don't know it had a purpose that was kind of outside of moving numbers around between people in fancy ways and it just really intrigued me and I just uh, that was in 2018 and the old developers left the project in 2019 and the community kind of kept the kept the network up uh, there was no no development team and the VPN still worked and they kept it going having meetings uh, until I turned up to see if you know, hash fault mining balls should close our mining pool up. And uh, long story short, <laughs> I ended up on the team. And yeah, I don't know, it was a project that was on, on the brink of stopping. And it's one of those projects that, I don't know, it's got a good social value, I think. You know, the, the things you can do are, are really privacy focused. A decentralized VPN, so just to help people keep people safe. You know, it's uh, lots of possibilities. So that, that's why I sort of took it on anyway. Yeah, that's that's great. And uh, um, yeah, you're you're like super active. I see you in uh, you know Keybase um, asking for testers and and doing all this stuff and. Um, that's another thing that, that keeps me really excited about the project is, um, is your involvement. And then, um, the other guy too, uh, I think dabs, but, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think people, I think nowadays, like we, we really need this, like we really need a project like this. And even if it's like not for government, it's like, you know, um, We've got hackers and we've got... We've got commercial interests as well. There's a whole load of nuanced issues online that people just are not aware of. You know, there's that saying, you know, if you're not the product, if you don't pay for the product, you are the product. And, you know, if you're using Gmail, you know, all your emails are being, you know, uh, categorized and it affects the YouTube videos you see. It affects the search engine results you start getting, you know, and then that has a kind of a knock-on effect as you go to website, go to a website because of this categorization AI. Then you'll hit the Facebook targeting pixel, and then suddenly you've got all these companies uh, bidding for people looking for that particular thing, and you get this ripple effect through uh, internet systems that expose uh, what you're doing. Certainly. Uh, so then all your friends start getting recommended things that you're interested in if it's, I don't know, close to your birthday. And there's lots of subtle social issues from people who don't really understand how the internet works, taking too much meaning from, you know, very thoughtful gifts or, you know, someone's recommended friends lists, you know, uh, you know maybe a new mail pops up and you know stereotype you know you know they get beaten for it you know, there's a lot of issues that people just don't clock with the, you know these content apis and we need a sort of a, a flat out privacy shield to sort of hide so you, you can just use the internet just for information's sake without it affecting your life 
know? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, how creepy is it going to get? Uh, you know, are you going to, is it going to get to the point where they um, subtly program you with, with, with what they feed you and algorithms? Okay. I think, I think maybe we're already there. So um, can you tell us some, can you tell us a little bit about how the project works? The, uh, I mean, in terms of like the wallet and, um, you know, how the VPN works. And um, I, I had an issue trying to get it on Windows, um, but I, I, th I think you guys might be working on that too. Yeah, there's a, the, one of the problems with Lysium is, I guess, an old project. It started, the first commits were sort of 2017 and the code base is what the age so it's made uh, a bit difficult. Everything works, the old Docker images work a little bit better. Um, but I'm sort of remodernizing the system uh, a little bit, but the, the, the concepts will stay the same. So uh, you, you deploy a exit node in the cloud and you can register that currently, that's in a centralized system. So you register your exit node and then you're, you've just got a, a wallet that someone sent, sends some lithium to and then once that handshake's complete then from then on you can that that person's able to connect to the to this open vpn server because there's a a dispatcher system that checks to see if you know the, the person trying to connect is known to the wallet so you don't know who it is that's trying to use your service just that they paid and you know, that's it. Uh, yeah. But uh, uh, the problem with that is it's quite a slow process because it's an encrypted chain. You can't do things like uh, look at the um, mempool for information to then initiate, you know, access to an exit node. So something I'm adding at the moment is that, yeah, and then a sort of a lightning network, I guess, <laughs> a side chain uh, uh, to facilitate. Because with, with uh, Note, you, there's a with every transaction, there's a view key generated. And if you share that view key with the other person, they can decrypt that transaction and see how much it's for. So I'm working out a way to be able to get that view key to the exit node encrypted and anonymously. So then, they can verify that the actual payment is coming and then give access quickly. So how it's going to work in like a, a month or two is, is completely different. You'll be very much like a, a NordVPN experience where you get a map and you just pick which area you would like to, you know, to use. Yeah, that sounds great. And then it, it runs off of a, uh, a cryptocurrency that, um, that uses ring signatures. Is, is that uh, correct? Yep, ring, yeah, it uses ring signatures and self-addresses. So th there's no sort of chain analytics that can happen. Yeah, the project forked from CryptoNote, which is the same project that Monero did, around the, sort of the same time. Um, but these guys worked on you know the the vpn side of things um so one of the side projects is we are rebasing our code over to monero and sort of updating 
So on a on a blockchain front, we're gonna stick with Mono, you know, uh, progression, and focus on the on the VPN side, which is what interests us most. Hey guys, quick pause here to tell you about our sponsor, Devault Cryptocurrency. Ticker symbol DVT is a low cap coin with a market cap around 900,000. So there could be room for opportunity here. Not financial advice, but we really like this project. Yeah, the Devault Core Wallet is one of the best I've ever seen. Um, very user friendly, super easy to use with cold staking rewards. So it's like getting interest. Um, they're working on privacy with Terraform, also uh, DeFi to decentralize and replace financial institutions. So go ahead and check them out over at devault.cc and get you a Devault Core Wallet today. Also, be sure to check out the show notes to find exchanges that they are traded on. With that said, let's get back to the show. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, if, if the coin side has already um, got developers on a different chain, you can just kind of follow them and then focus on um, your VPN, which, which I mean, I don't, I don't really know. I know that uh, Letdown was the first, the first one, but I don't, I don't think that there's too many projects like this um, out there. Uh, can you now? Um, can you tell me about the this Matrix Eight solution? Yeah, Matrix Eight is um, it's an anonymous governance uh, system where you you essentially work in groups of eight. Uh, people to come to a consensus on a on a problem and over a large amount of groups of eight you can come to a sort of a combined community consensus so uh, we're looking at using I'm looking at using matrix eight for some sort of sort of uh, network decisions so we can sort of hand off control from us to uh, you know the community like um having us a, a lithium certificate authority and then um allowing you know the community to invalidate certificates so if there's a, a known bad exit node as a community we can you know revoke act, you know stop you know in you know the general public being able to connect easily to that node. It wouldn't sort of stop it being operational, but it would it would um, keep people safe. If, if you know if it's um, an exit node that's being run by I know someone that's scanning all the information for for stuff that they can use, for instance, you know, there's got to be some control mechanisms in the network because otherwise it becomes like a, a wild west but the problem with that is it's creating you know a single i'm not, I'm not a fan of <laughs> single point of controls so with matrix 8 it allows us to uh, devolve that power to you know a community of known lithium participants um, uh, and the hope is that community governance will keep everyone safe. You know, if everyone that's participating heavily in leading network, you know, it, it would hope that everyone's on the same sort of page. Now, is there going to be a way to have like certain members 
who had been around longer to um, to be able to be like like have more trusted status or like like how to like are, are there are you guys going to come up with with anything like that or is it just kind of like why well, I, I don't know but um, apparently at the moment the the sort of because it was a, a single ownership uh, project. And then it went out to the community. And what we're trying to do is map that sort of community ownership still. So there's a, there's a three-person custodian trust, and I'm one of them. And the other two people, we have, you know, access to all the, you know, all the private keys and root passwords and stuff. So the and that kind of we're we're trying to expand that down um so it will be a community uh governance kind of thing the ultimate aim is to not really have that much control of the network as such and just be a participant uh, i'm not really a fan of like centralized control or, yeah, or inherited uh power or mm-hmm. uh, i do believe like if you're good and then you start being not good there should be a mechanism to naturally you know fall down you know mm-hmm. and how i'm thinking uh, of implementing this in in a sort of more how people would kind of notice is when you first start using lithium and you're selecting nodes from kind of a map interface rather than you know looking at the listing and having a look at what features they have in speed uh, you'll get the most trusted nodes onwards uh, as you have more time uh, on the network or sort of expose people to sort of nodes further down. Um, so when people first come to, to Lithium, like as a VPN, they, they're more guaranteed to get an experience like they would with Nord or uh, anyone else. While at the same time distributing power to the community. So we would you know, we'll run our own node and vote the same as everyone else. And if people want to do, you know, go one way and, and that, that's what we'll do. We'll, we'll try and, yeah, stick to what the community wants. Yeah, it's, uh, th- this project really sounds great. Um, and I really like the, the direction that you want to take it in. Is there... So when you set up a wallet, you can. When you make a uh, when you make a, a wallet, it's creating a, you know, a a private key on the on the on the chain. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to at the moment. You have to when you install the uh, wallet GUI, you also have to install Open VPN HA proxy locally. Um, but then you can connect. Uh, uh, from that. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, but in the, in the new version of the app, it, it's a lot smoother <laughs> connecting. Uh, but it doesn't inherently give you a VPN access or functionality. That's stuff you'd have to turn on, and it would definitely be a choice. You know, uh, everything. Um, you know, not by default gonna start the blockchain daemon and start sharing as you know, what will the default will be remote nodes. So you don't have to 
you know, advertise yourself on the peer-to-peer network if you don't want to. You know, we'll try, we're trying to be sort of privacy conscious on every single choice, you know, even, even within the software. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's great. Um, what, about, what, what about running a node? Um, how, how would you go about running a node then? Uh, the plan is just to run a Docker image um, and just a, a configuration file um, in the directory uh, that you're running those or Docker compose from. And we're building some lightweight Alpine images. So it's um, really nice and smooth. But the, the next version might literally just be a single binary that you can just run on a server or on your home computer. And it'll start uh, the Lydia and exit node and give you the, an admin panel. Yeah, that, That's the direct kind of direction we're going to. At the moment, it's kind of, oh, yeah. You have to install it as a sort of a Debian service. It's a bit clunky. Um, yeah. Um, um, I uh, I have, I have a question here. If I could jump in. Um, yeah, go ahead. I wanna I wanna sort of clarify um how, how this functions. I'm a little bit of a tech uh, a tech dummy uh, compared to a lot of people. So um so basically like with a like with a typical VPN service like you know it's um like let's say Nord, for instance, they have a server somewhere and you're basically remotely using their server. So in this instance, instead of it being like, you know, like a company that has it, these are, you know, whatever people who are running a, running a node and you're accessing like their server. Is that is that basically what's going on? Yeah, it's a decentralized marketplace. Okay. Marketplace. So, okay, cool. So, so the, yeah, sort of piggyback on what Brandon was asking there about running a node. Is this something that like somebody with just like a PC can do or do you need like a, like a substantial piece of, of equipment or, or what kind of, you know, how would, you know, give me some insight on that. Currently, I mean, you, you could run it on your home PC, but you'd require some technical knowledge. Um, in, by the end of the year, uh, yeah, you'll, you'll be able to run it from home and choose, uh, you know, different capabilities. Because um, some people, there's an idea of just uh, kind of a, a, a tour kind of mesh for just getting, um, pulling down random assets, you know, images and JavaScript files and stuff, just to randomize, you know, the where you're actually requesting uh, that to kind of mess with the uh, APIs, marketing APIs a little bit. <laughs> but um, it, it all depends, but it, you'll be able to run it from home or to a degree. If you've got a good internet connection, then but yeah, I mean, it'd be fine. Okay. So like if somebody wanted to, um, you know, so you, so somebody could like scale up even if they wanted to, then like they could yeah. have a, a, be, a better system and take more traffic and, you know, yeah, just money added, or what have you. They just add as a new service to their provider profile. Yeah. Okay, cool. And, you know, that way you can let your friends, you know, you create a network just for yourself, just so your family can watch the, the content available to you in your country, you know, to, uh, you know, just for your friends if you want to, without actually advertising it on any marketplace or anything. Okay, so yeah. you keep it pretty private then, um, or, yeah. or what have you. Yeah, you're not even forced to use Lithium. 
<laughs> to uh, to actually use the uh, VPN. Uh, nice. That part you have to you get into the configuration files, but uh, yeah, you, you don't have to use the SDP server. You can connect via um, just a DNS request. Just a, put a text file up and a little C name, and you can connect. You know to give a URL to your family to just connect to your VPN network. So, so you could essentially set up your own network and then set up your own prices as well, too, right? Yeah, yeah. And you're not really limited to, I think, just selling um, internet access is a bit narrow. Narrow. What you could do with with it, you know, yeah. VPN orchestration kind of system. There's lots of, you know. The meaning of like connected time or amount of bandwidth used could be, you know, it doesn't have to be actual internet bandwidth. <laughs> it could be represent anything, you know, send, you know, connect to a particular endpoint on your exit nodes and sends a one megabyte file and that could be a packet of peanuts from a mini bar or something, you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, you take your own meaning, it doesn't have to be internet access as such. All right, let's take a quick second to shout out Agorist Acres Seeds. Agoristacres.com stocks a variety of seeds for your garden or homestead. They also have really cool packaging instead of those silly paper envelopes. Buy seeds with crypto, support the counter economy, and become self-sustaining today. Agorist Acres offers fast shipping, so you can get started right away. Make sure you use code NEXUS10 at the checkout for 10% off of your orders. Also, they will donate a portion of the sale to Agoras Nexus, helping to bring you all the great content you expect. And all right, let's get on with it. Yeah, and that's quite a cool possibility because it means the, the, the system becomes a bit anonymous marketplace. So, uh, uh, well, I should, it's more of a confidential marketplace because when, when you say anonymous, people get the, you know, the black market kind of idea. but it's confidential, so it, it's an encrypted ledger, but it, the both participating parties can unencrypt that information. So if they're required by their local law enforcement via a court order to provide information, they could, you know, but it would only be after due process has happened. You know, it wouldn't, wouldn't be able to happen before a certain process has happened within your country. So it, it's, you know, it's confidential, you know, so, you know, people can, conduct a legitimate business on, on, on the chain, on Monroe on, on, and on ours. Um, yeah, I mean, anonymous, yeah, it is anonymous, but it doesn't mean it, it, you can't run legitimate business on it because you can comply with all your regulations. Well, especially with like business, it's like, um you know, privacy and everything. It's not just, oh, if you're not doing anything wrong, you know, everything to hide kind of thing. It's like, you know, like that's like, like, like you need privacy and confidentiality just to, you know, just to be successful. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, you don't want your, your, your keeping to go out to everybody, <laughs> for instance. Exactly. I mean, it, it'd be like seeing the transaction history for all of Amazon or all of Apple's card transactions. You know, that would be kind of insane information, but that, that's available on, you know, Bitcoin and Ethereum when you do it using these systems. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then the, I, I, there certainly might be circumstances where you don't care about that or it not being private is important, you know, but for a lot, most things, <laughs> probably most things, yeah, I'd rather be private if I could just because, you know, you know, why the hell well, not? Competitor advantage, you know, it'd be like advertising to competitors exactly where your business moves are. You know, there's lots of non-sketchy reasons to want to, you know, keep your information private. So, um, so does this, so there, there's like a mining and everything that goes on with this as well? How does that work? Yeah, there's, uh, there's uh, mining happening on the, on the privacy chain. Uh, it's a process that the transaction is the same as uh, Monero. Um, but it, it we're, we're, the average block time is 120 seconds. So it, it, it's quick, but not quick enough to facilitate kind of instant transactions. So that's something I'm working on at the moment. Uh, yeah. But that, there wouldn't be any mining for that. But yeah, to, to generate the Lelian tokens, if you want to do that, you'd, uh, you could mine it or buy it currently. Okay, excellent. So one of the, um, do you know if it's one of the ones you need like a big, uh, so I'm still learning about the mining and everything, but there's like the big of like the ACIS, you know, for like Bitcoin and everything, where you, the real real serious ones. And I think there's some you can yeah. even do from like an old smartphone. Uh, do you know if it's like a real like uh, intensive process or, 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 or anything like that? We're, we're upgrading the algorithm. So it will be, um, it, it's CPU focused. So. Okay, right on when you use graphics cards or ASIC miners, it, it, it just doesn't work <laughs> very well. Um, so that's in the hope that people will be able to get some coin. But the thing with Legion is it's been around for quite some time. So 80% of the coin has actually been created already, um, which is really good because being a VPN, it's more of a um, service-orientated. And because most of the coin has been generated now, there's not really many sort of uh, price, you know, future price movements, which is kind of cool. But I'm gonna, we're going to try and move towards uh, kind of a, a proof of capacity, proof of, like, um, network, something i'm not quite sure but yeah mining's not going to be the 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 be all and end all soon is um is this a is this service going to be available on like a mobile like on like a cell phone um as well as like a laptop like will we be able to use a vpn through our through a cell phone or anything with this yeah and then that in the when the new app is released, yeah, that works on iOS and uh, Android. Okay, cool, cool. And it, it can be the, the full, you can run the full app or just have it as kind of um, a tray kind of thing. Run it in the Windows tray. What, like, personally inspired you, like, to work on a project like this? You know, I mean, you obviously take it very seriously. So, you know, and you think underlying, like, uh, yeah, I mean, I've been around the internet for so long, uh, and I've worked for 
random companies making them stupid money, you know, replicating really crappy systems. And recently I had an incident where because of these content <laughs> algorithms, it really affected me in life. And it opened my eyes to just a lot of issues people are facing, non-technical people are facing that they don't even know <laughs> that they're having, you know. And I don't know, it, it bugs me. So the direction I'm taking Lillian in is to try and look after people, really. I mean, there's no one really looking after the people's interests. Uh, you know, I looked at the UK professional bodies for, in, in the security sector, and they're all for professional people or for industry or for government or for industry and government or for kind of civil rights, but not really. There's no one just looking at technology use for people and how, you know, little changes can make a big difference. I think uh, it's probably about time to start reining in uh, in the internet a little bit <laughs> with them in regards to sort of the, the big companies. Some, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think, you know, um, and I, I'm not saying that you like a hundred percent agree with this or not, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's really sketchy how, um, how a lot of these corporations have really melded with, with government. And, uh, and so, yeah, we, we just really need a, um, we really need a project like this. So, um, what, was there anything you wanted to make sure that you said before we, um, before we finish up, I, I know that you're a busy guy and you've been, you've been, uh, uh, you know, busy with the project, but. Well, it's just it. I'm just trying not to say stuff. Actually, <laughs> I've got, <laughs> yeah, I've got quite a lot of ideas and quite, they're quite far out, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know, but I could talk for ages. So. <laughs> um, I, uh, I have, I have two questions actually, um, before we go, if we can, um, one, uh, let's say like, like a VPN, let's say versus like, like what kind of like level of protection does that get you versus like, let's say like Tor. And again, I'm a little bit of a tech dummy. So, hmm. um, so bear with me, but like, what, like, what, like, uh, uh, you know, like, is there like a thing where it's like, okay, like VPN is good for some stuff, maybe Tor is a little bit better or are they two completely different things? And I'm not even asking the right question. Well, that's the interesting thing. It's a common misconception about privacy and confidentiality. Uh, people assume that they're one, one and the same thing, uh, but they're not. Uh, with, with Tor, you're getting uh, privacy because it's, you know, messing up your communications. And with a VPN, you're getting confidentiality. But you, if you use Tor and a VPN in conjunction, uh, that would be the ultimate, and then you'd be getting privacy and confidentiality. But as um, as a convoluted setup. <laughs> so would it be like, um, so you say like, um, okay, so like, like privacy, like people couldn't, you know, like it's encrypted. Somebody couldn't see what we're saying. But with like confidentiality, it's like as long as 
I, I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I just like, know this um, like... at, at doctor's office. Uh-huh. Uh, so all the information that they have is confidential, right? So they don't talk about it outside. But within the staff, uh, mm-hmm. to respect privacy, you wouldn't talk about particular patients unless you know you had the contacts to. And that that's privacy in action, not confidentiality. Okay. But, you know, uh, and the same applies to VPNs and so. Okay. Um, and then uh, my final my final question. Thank you. That uh, that clears things up a little bit. Um, mm. Ultimately, I should just be using both <laughs> VPN and Tor. Um, what yeah, um, I did both. Yeah. Um, uh, Lethian. What what does that mean? Like I was actually, I was actually like looking up the word, and they were saying like like Greek for like forgotten or something. Does that have something to do with uh? Does that have something yeah. to do with privacy? It's uh, it's named after a river a river in the Greek underworld. Uh, yeah, in, in Hades, in the Greek underworld, uh, the river River Leith, which is the river that souls drink from to forget their previous life. So it's the, the forgetful river, basically. Oh, that's cool. That's deep. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty good name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like it. <laughs> so, um, cool. Well, that's my list. That's what I got. Was uh was there anything else, Brandon? No, no, I think we're uh, I think we're good. It's I got terrible. a good uh, I got a good privacy quote here. That I just you got found. one? Yeah. All right. Arguing that you don't care about privacy because you have nothing to hide is no different than saying you don't care about free speech because you have nothing to say. Edward Snowden, of course. Next is that. Peace.